It's a busy holiday season for nonprofits across the River Valley. One such nonprofit is the Main Street Mission, and we're talking to Raul Torres next, right here on the Spotlight. Hello everyone, my name is Raul Torres and I'm a Mainstream Mission Director and we just would like to let you know that our Thanksgiving basket is coming up next week and uh, we would like to give you the information you need to pre-register which is going to take place Tuesday and Wednesday the 16th and the 17th from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Mainstream Mission of Russellville 1110 East 2nd Street in Russellville you're more than welcome to come by and pre-register we got over 400 turkeys so far, plus hams that uh, they're coming up. Outstanding. So, Raul Torres, welcome into the spotlight, sir. Thank you very much. How's, uh, how's, how's, your, how's your busy busy season going for you? Ooh, uh, we stay pretty busy, you know, thanks God. But um, one of the things that we notice, I mean, our community has been responding on an amazing way. Mm -hmm. what, what else can I say? You know, uh, there, I got an email about three weeks ago, a turkey shortage, never heard that. We usually serve from 500 to 600 families a year. But when I received that email, they said that uh, we were going to get only 200 turkeys. But three weeks ago, somebody called me and said, hey, how many turkeys more do you need? And I said, you know, a couple hundred will do it. So right now, we got in, in the freezer 400 turkeys ready to be handed out on Tuesday the 23rd starting at 10 a.m. Outstanding and you know this is the this is part of the the Thanksgiving food box that you do every year correct? Yes it is. All right is it just turkey or we got ham what else do we have going on? We here? got we got hams and also we got stuffing items that a Thanksgiving dinner will require so. Raul uh, you know we've talked about this the last time you were on the show and I want to I want to kind of touch on this again what is, what is the requirement for people who to, to come and pick up food what what do they need to do beforehand? Well, all they need to do is just bring a picture ID. The reason that we ask for a picture ID and a bill with a physical address that match the ID's name is because we want to make sure that only one uh, food box per household. Right. You know, sometimes there is uh, houses where there is two families or three even. But uh, if they let us know that there is more than one family, you know, we make a bigger food box. Right. And that's really just to make sure that everybody is getting taken care of as best as possible right yes yes honestly um, about three weeks ago I was very very concerned you know about turkeys but uh, like I said you know we got a couple more hundred turkeys plus hams and we should be able to take care more than 400 people well as this airs um, registration has already ended for Tuesday but pre-registration can continue tomorrow which is Wednesday as this airs Yes. Okay. And how do they register? They, just, they can come to Main Street Mission, 1110 East 2nd Street, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. How busy is your life right now, oh We're pretty busy. As a matter of fact, um, before I was coming here, uh, Arkansas Tech, you know, they did a canned good drive. They dropped a lot of canned goods, a lot of Thanksgiving items, you know. They're, they're ready to be pre-boxed. So we're staying pretty busy. 
when 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 the holiday seasons come up, I imagine that this that this kind of really amps up. That giving amps up, but also need seems to be more magnified. Is that is that true, or is that just a an assessment that I'm making? No, no, it is true. You know, usually Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, coming up, uh, you ain't gonna believe, but I'm receiving phone calls for Christmas wish program. You know, I mean, we're not even done with Thanksgiving, and mm-hmm. you know, there's already um, a need for planning for Thanksgiving and then planning for Christmas presents also. Um, and what's what just briefly walk me through what it takes to plan for those things. Well, um, usually business in the area, churches, they do either a kangaroo drive or a toys drive, whatever uh, families need for the holidays. Uh, you know, typically we do 30-minute spotlights on this, but your schedule has been so crazy that we're actually abbreviating this a little bit so you can continue on to your, uh, onto your mission work. Volunteers, how do you volunteer? What do you need right now? Right now, I mean, we got a couple of companies from the area. Conagra is going to come and serve and a couple more uh, banks. So we got volunteers right now, but if anybody wants to serve the community, we are serving hot meals every day, Monday to Friday, from 10 to 12, and anybody can come and serve. You know, we just want to make sure they are willing to wear the mask, and uh, it's to-go meals. Mm-hmm. We're not dining in yet, which we are preparing to start doing, with an exception. When temperature, temperature drops, we allow homeless people to come in, eat, and then they can leave. Right. Uh- when when you are watching all of this happen, I know that you are a you're a dedicated minister, a dedicated man of God. You see this kind of thing all the time. But when the holidays approach, does it does it emotionally affect you more or less? Does it or is it still just business as usual? No, no. Honestly, um, it can be pretty emotionally, especially when there is, a, let's say, a single mother with three kids. You know, she's uh, worrying about Christmas. You know how she's gonna you know, provide Christmas gifts, um, Thanksgiving dinners. So it is uh, a season where the need is kind of greater. But what really, really amazed me is how God provides. You know, uh, this morning when I got home, I mean, when I got to the mission from home, I was thinking about Thanksgiving, and then one of the pastors from a local church, he just came in and said, you know what, I was praying, and God told me to give you a donation. And I asked him, I said, what do you want me to do with it? And he said, well, whatever you can use it, whatever you need it for. And I said, do you want me to use it for Thanksgiving uh, meals? Do you want me to use it for Christmas gifts? Or what do you mean to do? And he said, just do it for Thanksgiving. Use it for Thanksgiving. You know, it's just, our community is, I, I think I cannot ask for a better place to live. Unquestionably. We've talked about that a lot across this show. Here's one question that I have that I, I, I would like some examples of. You said that at times there have been provisions that are, I would say, borderline miraculous. Now, some out there may or may not agree, but that's neither here nor there. Can you talk about some times where provision just sort of happened? Well, you know, this ministry taught me so much. And um, I learned so much from Marilyn Williamson, oh, yeah. who is the founder. Uh, honestly, five, six years ago, I used to question a lot, you know, even as a preacher, as a pastor, as a human being, uh, how are we going to provide, how are we going to pay bills, how are we going to do this? But uh, Marilyn, you know, she just will tell me very calm. She'll say things like, don't worry about it. His will, his bill. 
And I said, really? And suddenly, you know, somebody will come and drop off a donation. And I said, wow, do you call somebody? I will ask her. Mm. And she said, no, but God knows everything. So, and this is just one of the examples. Uh, three years ago, during Thanksgiving basket, we were short on, th- on turkeys and also some uh, Thanksgiving dinner's items. So um, somebody came looking for Maryland. She wasn't there. They called her, and I was at the mission. And then she called me and said, Say, go to the front gate, and you're going to meet somebody over there, and they're going uh, to talk to you. Well, I went to the front gate. I was so busy. I said, Maryland, I, I'm busy. I'm, I'm doing it. He said, just go and talk to this person. They got something for you. And um, when I never seen them before. So they asked my name. I gave them my name. And they said, can I trust you with $5,000? And they just hand me a $5,000 check. And they said, use it on turkeys. Just like that. Uh, I say, okay. God is good. Mm-hmm. You know, He just shows up and shows off a mainstream mission pretty often. Um, you know, a lot of times we talk about all of the things that Main Street Mission does. One thing we didn't talk about last time you were here is the success stories. And that you see people who come through Main Street Mission daily. I know you do. Some people may never get out of that place. Yeah. But some people do. Talk to me about those that have. Yes. Um, I went to Arkansas Tech a couple of weeks ago, you know, and uh, I was sharing a story. And then I remember about this lady that she was homeless for about eight months. And she used to live on the northwest side of town, the west side of town. And she was camping on that side because she was taking some counseling. So she came for about six months. And then suddenly I didn't see her anymore. Uh, I walk into one of the stores on my way home one night. And then I see her. And I said, wow, how you doing? And she said, I work here. And, you know, seeing her, you know, work, getting a job, and then she told me that she was uh, getting ready to rent an apartment. For that one person that we made the difference, it is worth it. I just went home that day, you know, with something very, very wonderful on my heart. Right. Because, you know, you get tired as a human, and sure. you question sometimes, am I doing the right thing? Is there anything else we can do? Because a mainstream mission, we never know what we're going to get into it, you know. People will come, and sometimes they don't need food, they don't need money. They just need prayers. Or sometimes they just need to talk to somebody. But we're too busy sometimes. You know, we all have things to do. We all have responsibilities. We all have, you know, take up the kids to the games and things like that. But there's people that they just want our time, you know. They just want somebody to listen and somebody that just kind of care about them. Somebody told me one time that when you're working in the nonprofit world or in the ministry world, um, you need to take time to slow down and enjoy what you're seeing. Have you slowed down to enjoy it yet? I try to do that. Yeah. I try. Yeah, but you know what? Being a mainstream mission, I learn so much, and it's not a job. It's a calling. Right. It is a calling. Because even when you take time off, it doesn't matter how far you go, you'll see the need because where your heart is, you know, you will have passion. And I try to slow down, believe me. I do my best to slow down, you know, even when I go to the store. Is that your, what, what does Raul Torres do to decompress from the day? What, what does Raul <laughs> do to just relax? 
Uh, I like to go for a walk. I like to play soccer. Okay. I like to watch TV, you know, soccer games. So I try to take time with my wife, my family. That's what we do. When when you're when you're in the middle of this season too, uh, I know that there is um, there's always usually a, a group of people who are more charitable during during this time of year. It just yes. always seems to happen. But then January happens, and you have all of this giving and all of this charity and all of these people who are willing to help. And then boom, New Year, drop off. How do you how do you how are you able to manage the giving season to the uh, okay we're done now season. Well, the thing is, you know, mainstream mission, like I say, it's a ministry. We don't prepare for next year. You know, we rely on God and we have, I got to mention this. The reason the mainstream mission continues serving the community is because we have some of the local churches and out of state churches supporting us on the monthly basis. Mm -hmm. You know, there's always something coming in and we be able, even in January or February, to continue serving hot meals every day, Monday to Friday, and also providing food boxes at least twice a week. What are some things about Main Street Mission that the people of Russellville should know, but maybe they don't? A lot of times I run into people that they don't even know what Main Street Mission is, you know. And especially if they move out of state, you know, they've been here for years, but they don't know anything about Main Street Mission. So one of the things they, if they're willing, to serve, if they're looking for a place to give back, or if they just want to get involved in nonprofit, you know, and meet the needs, right. you know, they're more than welcome. You know, there's always uh, a place for somebody to volunteer, doing food boxes, serving hot meals, preparing hot meals, uh, handing out the food boxes. You know, like tomorrow, Tuesday the tw Tuesday the 16 and Wednesday the 17, we're doing pre-registration for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. And tell, the, tell everybody the, the times one more time. It's going to be Tuesday the 16th and Wednesday the 17th from 9 to 11, pre-registration for Thanksgiving basket. So as this airs, this will air on Tuesday afternoon. Um, little TV magic folks, we pre-record these. So this airs on Tuesday. Pre-registration for today is done. But tomorrow, which is Wednesday, you can pre-register over at Main yes. Street Mission. Um, let me let, let me cut back to something you were just talking about. You said this is a calling. Um, we talked about this last time, but I want to hit on it again. When did you know it was yours? Oh, since since day one, you know, uh, in two thousand seven, they called me to translate on one of the Thanksgiving basket day, and that first day, you know, it just it was just wonderful. You know, everything kind of fit in. Uh, I was translating for the first time, but it seems like if I'd done it before, so I knew it was the place to serve the community. When, but was this your always your thought when you were when you were growing up? Did you say, you know what, I want to run a nonprofit ministry for the needy one day? No, no. Honestly, it never it never crossed my mind. You know, uh, I moved from a different state. You know, in two thousand, and. Um, I needed a place to raise my family. I needed a place to change, you know, because I was in big trouble with the law. And when I came to Russellville, honestly, the first week I thought I was crazy because there was nothing to do in downtown Russellville. But you know what now is I love Russellville. Right. You know, and there is there's no better place I can live.
you know, I can tell you that. I am, I am curious too as to what this does for volunteers. So many times when people who, uh, people who minister or they work in a ministry, they think that they are giving to people. But what they don't understand is that they're walking away with a blessing too, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they are. Walk with, talk with me about that. When somebody comes to mainstream mission, um, you're going to have hands-on. You know? You're going to be exposed to the real need. And whenever somebody wants to volunteer, I want to make sure they know, you know that some of these people, they already struggle. They already had a hard time asking them, themselves, why am I going through this situation? Why do I have to go? I have to go and ask for food. I mean, just love them, you know, just treat them the way you want to be treated. And even better, you know, right. because some of these people, they don't have a place to sleep. They don't have a place to shower. So I let everybody know, be careful with your body language, you know, because they don't have what we have. Right. They don't have a place to go every night. They don't have a place to shower every night. They don't have a pillow, you know, to lay down every night. Um. And one thing we did talk about last time, too, and I just I always want to hit on this, no matter how many times we talk, and there will be several more. Um, there is a stigma attached to people. Uh, and I think it's getting better. But for years and years, there was a stigma attached to people who go and, and they partake in food pantries or they're they're showing up at these at these missions. But this is not a, just a specific kind of person. You're not talking about people who are lazy. You're not talking about people who just don't want to work. You're talking about people who just have needs. And they come from all socioeconomic classes and all ethnicities and all backgrounds. And that's true, you know. And that's one of the questions that I get asked a lot. You know, how do you know when somebody really, really needs the food? And I say, listen, we do what we can. And everybody's going to be accountable for their actions. You know, we try to be there for those that really, really need it. And the ones that just come and take advantage, they be accountable for it. Right. You know, but anybody that has a need, you know, they can come to mainstream mission, no question asked. Even if they don't have an ID, you know, they can come one or twice. But after that, you know, if they move from out of state, you know, they're going to need an address and they're going to need a picture ID. Right. But it doesn't matter where they came from, you know, like you said any socioeconomic status, they can come to Main Street Mission. What does Main Street Mission do? We've talked so much about um, that can come for anything. And I always think of the Main Street Mission as food boxes, hot food, and that sort of thing. There's a whole lot more to it than that. Yes, we have our warehouse. And on the warehouse, we have a women's department, men's department, and we got clothes. We got shoes department. And then we got the uh, kids department. Anybody, you know, that needs clothes, they can come to Mainstream Mission Tuesday or Wednesday from 9 to 1 p.m., Tuesday and Wednesday. We also have house items. You know, we uh, sometimes we got appliances, you know, washer, dryer, uh, even uh, freezers or refrigerators. Mm -hmm. And everything that is donated to us, we donate it back to the community. Anything that is usable, We'll take it and we'll give it back to the community. Raul, how do people get help if they need help? They can call. They can call. They can call or they can come by. You know, uh, tornado victims, uh, domestic violence victims, fire victims. We attend those needs immediately. You know, we do what we can. Um, once in a while, you know, we provide uh, motel vouchers. If there is a family, uh, temperature drop drastically. 
no lights, no, I mean, no heater. Right. We try to do what we can. You know, we work with other nonprofit organizations trying to meet the needs of our community. You know. And one more time for pre-registration for Thanksgiving. How do they get a hold of you? They can come to Mainstream Mission, 1110 East 2nd Street on Wednesday the 17th between 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. And now, too, I know we're keeping this one a little bit shorter than we normally would because I want to respect your time and how busy you have been. Um, anything else that the people of Russellville need to know about if they have needs, they can come to Main Street Mission. Is there any other pre-registration for Christmas or anything like that? Uh, we will post it on Facebook in a couple of weeks. All After right. Thanksgiving, we'll post it on Facebook how we're going to handle uh, Christmas dinner. All right. Raul Torres, my friend, this is always good. I wish we could talk longer. Thank you so much, and we really appreciate your support for Mainstream Mission. All right, thank you so much, and that's Raul Torres, and that is your abbreviated version of the Spotlight for today. Thanks so much for joining us. As always, if you're in the market to buy or sell your home, give us a call today, 479-968-5668. Cruise on over to RussellvilleLiving.com. If you have a need or know somebody who does need a need or have a need for Thanksgiving, make sure to get them pre-registered. You can check out the Main Street Mission Facebook page for that. Danielle Hausnick is on the show tomorrow. Until then, I'm Drew Brent. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.